Sanford's going to be full. I can't wait. Tailgating is going to be back. Yeah. Like it is all like all the things that we want, and, and we will have an emotional show, an emotional moment about that. What's up, Georgia football fans? My name is Scott Duvall, and you're listening to episode 266 of the Wait and Since Last Saturday podcast. This introduction and the outro at the end of the show will be the only times you'll hear me on this podcast. It's because I'm out of town on vacation, and I did find enough time to edit the show for the fellas today. In this episode, my two co-hosts, Will Each and Tony Waller, discuss Georgia baseball and the SEC tournament run they're trying to make, Georgia basketball and the shortcomings of Coach Crean and all the transfers, and they start to look ahead to the glorious sight that will be a full-capacity and full-tailgating scene for Georgia football this fall, the full-capacity Sanford Stadium, that is. So I hope you enjoy the conversation between Will and Tony. And a quick heads up before we begin, since I was not there to monitor audio, you will hear the calming water of Will's new pool. He calls it a lanai, but I had no idea what that is, but I think it's a smaller type pool, but lovely nonetheless. Anyway, you'll hear the water, and there's also a good bit of table hitting and aggressive ice gathering and drink pouring from time to time, but can you blame them? They're excited to bring you this episode. Enough of this intro. I've been babbling enough, and I've got to go back to the beach. Hope you enjoy episode 266. Hey, look, we're together, Will. We are. Uh, hello. There's no Scott. We killed him and ate his body and sold the bones for... Wait, you sold the bones? I thought we agreed we would do something different. <laughs> I don't have a dog. Um, so uh, we are here. First off, hi, everyone. We're sorry we've missed everyone. It's been a while. Uh, uh, blame baseball and not like Atlanta Braves, Cardinals baseball, but yeah. Little League baseball. It has been nonstop. Uh, our season in Athens is finally over, um, though All-Stars are happening. Um, I find it amusing for those that live in the Athens or Oconee area. Uh, how much the uh, Coney baseball prowess has gotten in the heads of Athens people. Uh, they are absolutely obsessed with the fact that Coney's been playing together longer and they're going to beat us and they've got too much. They, they, we got to practice as hard as we can just to get caught up. And as someone that, to be honest, thinks that Little League All-Stars are dumb, um, I'm uh, begging out of this. But my son is on the All-Star team and I'm cheering him on. And please do not let him know that I think All-Stars are dumb. That's also, amazing. Yeah, so. That's amazing. Also, uh, Scott's son, uh, Walker, is on the All-Stars mm-hmm. in Oconee for his age group, whatever that age group is, yes. which is uh, very cool. Uh, Scott's not with us today because unlike Will's, protest, uh, Will's attestation that we killed him, that is not true. Uh, he is going off to sites unknown on a vacation. Which is something new we get to do this summer. Yes, lots of things we get to do this summer because double vax, pop, pop. There you go. Double vax, pop, pop. Foster family here over here. Yes, Uh, Club Moderna. Uh, and uh, hey, so uh, uh, you're gonna, your kids are going to be old enough to be vaccinated. Soon. Actually, uh, my oldest Maggie has gotten both of her shots. Awesome. My other two have gotten their first shot. Awesome. And, uh, two weeks in now, and awesome. uh, they will get their second shot uh, when we return from our secret vacation. That I'm not going to tell anybody about because it's a secret to the kids. Guys, oh. be cool. Okay, be cool. Um, but, um, yeah, so we uh, – Congratulations. I'm very excited. Thank you. America Thank you. is back. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So it's interesting. So I had drinks today with our friend Matthew Leach, mm-hmm. who um, – the last person I had drinks with uh, on March 13, 2020, he called me and said, hey – why don't we go to Creature Comforts and grab a drink? It might be the last time we get to do this for a while. So we had a conversation. He's like, I'm like, so when you said a while, what do you mean? A few weeks? He's like, yeah, I'll be really surprised if baseball, who he, at the yeah. time he wrote for MLB.com. He's so excited. He's so wrote for MLB.com, but he had a specific assignment to yeah. the major leagues. Um, and he's like, I'll be really surprised if we're not playing baseball until after June 1st. Yeah. He missed it by six weeks. <laughs> yes. uh, and uh, so it was it was really cool for, for he and I to sit down and – it, it, just sit and have a conversation at Royal Peasant. Yeah. Um, of course, we uh, the first time I got to do anything out in public was Will's book release party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a book come out, by the way. Yeah, That's it, happened since I talked to everybody. In, in case you didn't know, Will is now an author. Uh, <laughs> I was always an author. <laughs> I just was never, uh, uh, I, never, never a novelist. Uh, never, never a uh, walk into Barnes & Noble and I'm at the front desk. Yeah. Before that's a first. You don't know this. Will smoking a pipe and wearing an ascot right it's now. True. It's off true. To the venue. I'm going off to Yado and McDowell this summer. <laughs> I'm working on that genius MacArthur grant. Yeah, that uh, he is. Uh, he's spending the summer in the in the uh, vineyard. 
Yes. And, uh, yes. With, 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 with people and stuff. Yes, with important people doing so, important things. So how has the book gone? Where can we find it if you're still interested in buying it? You, yeah, I hope you're still interested. It's still available. Uh, it's, uh, it is... Uh, the book is How Lucky, for those of you that have not uh, uh, gotten there yet. Uh, it is a- available everywhere. Amazon, uh, Avid Bookstore, Bookshop here in Athens is not yet open, but it's getting closer. It's slinking slowly toward getting open, but you can uh, order signed copies and personalized copies there. Um, and it's available it's, a, it's at your bar- local Barnes & Noble. It is still in the new releases area at the, bar- at the Barnes & Noble. Look for the little Stephen King sticker. In the top left-hand corner, it's been going very well. It's been, you know, this is my fifth book, but this is definitely the most high-profile one by a pretty wide margin. Um, you know, we've done a lot of pre- done a lot of press. The book has shown to have, uh, they call it in the business a grower. That's what they're calling it. They're calling it a grower, which is very rare in the book industry because generally the book industry, uh, the book industry is like a bad investor, and that they're constantly if they they're constantly trying to get their money back. <laughs> rather than investing small amount of money to make more money. There's a general problem with the book industry because it's often not run by business people. It's run by book people. What they will do is when you see these big book advances for, you know, like, like whenever Trump sells his book, he'll get, he'll get a big advance by someone. And, uh, or when Obama sold his or when uh, I think uh, 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 um, someone just had a book come out, Share. Someone just like let me say like a celebrity person. They give them a big advance, and then they have to like throw more money after that to promote it to try to get that money back. What they kind of did with mine was because it's you know it's a novel by you know an author who is semi well known but not well known in the author in the novelist fiction world. They what they do is they put it out there to see what kind of reviews it gets, to see what kind of reaction it gets. They pay a certain amount of money, and then they hope. And we've been very fortunate in that like. It's gotten very good reviews. The word of mouth has been very good. So it is a grower. The Amazon number has held steady. It's jumped up, but it's not jumped down uh, since uh, since uh, uh, we've been going. So it's good news. Things are going well. So if my takeaway from this is you got paid for this. I did get paid. You're no longer a blogger, Will. Congratulations. I did get paid. Um. I, I did get paid. The, the goal is uh, – uh, the, the good news is no matter what, A, uh, they are very happy with sales to the point that they want me to do another one. And, Which uh, is the goal, are, right? We are, yeah, yeah, we're already working on that one now. Uh, they, they, in fact, the goal we actually, I'm, I have a very good editor. And we're very excited by the idea of doing maybe one of these every two years. And uh, I actually kind of love, as I've mentioned before, the book is set in Athens. One thing I've always loved about Stephen King's books is that everything kind of takes place in Maine. I love this about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Everything, there's, there's like there. an extended universe. That is something I very much want to do. The next book will also be set in Athens. The awesome. scope is a little wider. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's it's been very, very fun and very exciting. Uh, it's been a little overwhelming and at times very exhausting, but uh, uh, very fulfilling. And uh Listen, uh, they, they, uh, a major publishing house published my book. Everyone seems to like it, and um, so far, so good. That's amazing. Um, I, I would encourage everyone who has not read the book. I, I, I do like to read. I read it in essentially four sittings. Uh, if you, it is a quick read by yeah, design. Yeah, it is. And if you paid any attention to my Twitter feed, you, you knew that because I've been chilling this book since I got uh, the proof copy or the galley copy mm. uh, a few months ago. And it, it actually is really cool because – Look, if you spent any time in Athens, you can create in your mind's eye nearly every scene in the book. Um, without giving too much away about uh, about things, um, like the the protagonist lives generally in this neighborhood. Yeah, he lives right? in Five Points. But yeah. by the way, that's where we are yeah, right now. Five Points. We're, we're in my house, house right yeah. now. Like, that, uh, that, that waterfall, you know, like we just put in a new pool during the pandemic. Like so many other people were like, wow, that we've been inside for 14 months. Let's do stuff to our house. So the, the calming, perhaps if you can fall asleep to this podcast, that's the waterfall of our pool, soothing uh, outside Tony Island. Yeah, and I'm sitting in Lanai, uh, mm-hmm. which is a new word for me. I had to write it down so I <laughs> yeah. could look it up after when Will's wife wasn't looking. Um, and I learned four different new, four different uh, shades of white. This on this. Yeah, uh, I have yet to learn so. any of those shades of white, but uh, that's because I'm yeah. uh, bad so, at what I do. Well, there. No, you're. You're bad at what she does. I'm bad at what she does. You're actually very I'm good at what you do. Yeah, definitely bad at what she does. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, but no, so the but yeah, it's been it's been very exciting, and uh, and I encourage everyone. Uh, and at some point, uh, I would love to because as we get closer to football season and like people can get back together, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit as uh, uh, tailgating starts happening again. And we can all see each other again. Uh, I'm signing books like crazy, so uh, I would love to be able. And the paperback of this comes out in March. Hopefully by then, Avid will be open, and so we'll be able to do some sort of uh, event 
to uh, uh, to that we can all uh, go to and have. But it's a, it's been very exciting. And thank you, Tony, for coming to the book party. That was a really good time. That was a very fun time. We had we had like I felt like we almost had like uh, luminaries of the Georgia football world over there. We had we had Josh Brooks there. We had Seth Emerson there. The evening was off the record. Yeah, so off the record. totally off the record. So I uh, so I was I, so if I did pepper him with questions about Tom Crean, uh, I, he was unable to answer them, uh, or at least unable for to allow me to uh, give the answers on the record. You know, you bring up an interesting point because as uh, I, I, I there were a couple of times where I wanted to either go talk to. Josh or mm. Seth, and every time I turn around, they're talking to each other in semi-hushed tones. I'm like, surely Seth isn't working. Seth is and all, I, yeah. Seth's and, a beat reporter. He's always yeah. working. And I, but I was like, but also Josh, he's not bad at this. So. Yeah, he know he's uh, not. Gonna, he's not. Gonna, he's, yeah. he's not stupid. Uh, and, and, I, and I made it very clear to both of them and to everyone that the party was off the record. Yeah, so no, no actual news was going to come out of, well, of the party. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm um, sorry oh, I wore tux. I've never been to a book release party, so I, I felt like I had to uh, dress very formal. Yeah, uh, we had a live wire downtown, yeah, which yeah. was really fun. It was a it was a fantastic time. And, and we that, all got together in a room and shook hands with another and hugged. It was awesome. I talked to people in their faces. It yeah. was amazing. Uh, I am definitely in the put me in a poorly ventilated room. Where strangers just blast stuff into my well, blast air into yeah, my face. Something. Let's uh, be careful. And uh, I, I'm very that that's my personal stage of the pandemic right now. I'm ready to get back. Down yeah, to man. And uh, I'm starting to see more and more people out and about in Athens. Um, I have. It, it's interesting. Um, as we've gone through the pandemic, I, I've become starkly aware that we in, in Georgia and, and a few other places have been – we're the outliers. Uh, we recently had our national conference. It was virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but that it did involve a fair number of people sitting on Zoom and, and uh, you know, 50, 75, 100 people in a Zoom program. Yeah. And uh, it was stunning how many people were in late April were still at home. Uh, I mean, listen, I feel like a lot of – you know, I mean, that's going to be an interesting thing to see what happens next is yeah. how I mean, I'll put it this way. There are a lot of companies that are um, not going to be doing as many. Those meetings that used to happen and used to fly people in to have in a hotel yeah. and then come back. Those are going to be over Zoom now. But, you know, and I've worked at a home for a long time, so I don't care. But uh, but I certainly know a lot of people are the the who's going to get back in the office, who's not going to get back in the offices divide is an ongoing discussion. Um, but I will say this. um Georgia in one way is an outlier, but yeah, I mean, listen, Dodger Stadium is going to be full capacity in a week and a half. Yeah, Fenway Park is going to be full capacity this weekend, and that's two. That's California, Massachusetts. That's California, Massachusetts. So two states that have been yeah. extraordinarily slow to move. Yes, um, and, and and New York, and and listen, we all saw that Knicks game this weekend. Yeah, that was the loudest I've heard a basketball game during uh, during the pandemic. The, to well, until point six seconds left. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got real quiet. Uh, but that's all right. We're getting warmed. I will be at games three and four this week. Nice. I'm very excited. Awesome. Go Knicks! And I want to hear it from all you all you Georgia sports fans who have suddenly like, oh yeah, we love the Hawks and. Trey Young, T R A E, by the way, uh, and all the other players. The bog guy that suddenly everyone has gotten excited about. Uh, a Turkish dude. Yes, exactly. But uh, as a Knicks fan, uh, that was a tough loss. But yeah, but like you know, uh, the Garden is requiring people to be vaccinated. I went to a game at Yankee Stadium. You had to show your vaccination card to get in. I was going to ask about that. I don't I saw you think, went there. I don't think it's going to be like that that much longer. I, okay. I, I that feels like an early pandemic thing. I mean, listen, things are opening up, man, and like half the country's got gotten gotten their shots. If you haven't gotten your shot, please do. But like, if you don't, fine. I'm going to go do stuff, and uh, but please get your shot. You know, you bring up an interesting point because I, we've had this a philosophical <laughs> conversation a couple of times at the house. Um, how how do you manage that? You have you you actually put into words the approach I was taking for a long time, which is, look, I we all are just trying to figure this out. Right. I, you do you. I'm going to do me. But understand that if you endanger me, I'm going to tell you. But otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to avoid you if I think yeah. you're behaving dangerously. Yeah. The the shaming spa- stage of the pandemic, I dropped that a long, long was time ago. Not, it was not an awesome time. Yeah. And I still feel the same way. I think you should get a shot. I think you're healthier if you get a shot. Uh, and that's fine. If you don't want a shot, that's fine. Also, It's not fine, but we're cool. Yeah. It's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, it, as far as a, a, a personal philosophical state. Yeah. Um, 
also understand that the that the coronavirus is not going away. Um, unless you get a shot. Unless you get a shot. <laughs> uh, so understand that if someone, based on their decisions by owning a business or something else, once you get a shot to go in, you're just making choices at that point. It's just, it's, it's, I, that's just my yeah. philosophical. You don't have to, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't you have, have to get a shot. If you, you do not have to get a shot. I'm, I wish everyone would get a shot, but whatever. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, if you don't get a shot, I don't care anymore. But then you don't get to be the person that says, wait, I, I can't go into that place if I don't get a shot. What? Yeah. yeah. The, the, I mean, for crying out loud, these are the, the beginning of the pandemic. These are the same people that were all, hey, you can't shut down my business. Now, right. now, the, now, the, right. now, it, now it's going the other direction. But whatever. I don't care. Everybody do you. Everything's open. Everything's moving. We're all, things are happening. I'm, I'm, America's back, baby. So, all right. So in the interest of getting Scott on the road to the beach or wherever he's going. Yes. Um, Let's do a couple of quick hits on spring sports. Um, let's put a pin in basketball because I think that warrants a little quicker than a quick hit. Quick yes. hit. Uh, in case you haven't uh, been paying attention, Georgia question won the national championship. Uh, Georgia Again, they've won that a few times. A few too, times. Right? Yeah. Uh, Georgia softball advanced as a two seed out of the regional in Athens because uh, Durham uh, Duke could not host. So they have to go play right. Florida in the Super Regional. Right. Uh, Georgia baseball. If uh, we're recording this, on is Georgia Tuesday. softball. They, no, they have not been letting fans in all year, correct? Uh, they had a limited number of fans, okay, uh, but they were full capacity for the series. This oh, they were for the NCAA. Good. I think full capacity. They're pretty close. Uh, Georgia baseball won this evening. We're, we're recording Tuesday night about eight fifteen, eight thirty. They just finished up in Hoover and beat LSU in the single elimination right. uh, part of the the tournament. And they need some wins. I think that win puts them in somewhere as a three or four seed. Okay. Uh, It's hard to say. SEC is easily the toughest conference. Strength of schedule is going to carry the day. Certainly if they win their first game tomorrow uh, in the double elimination side, they're in. I think they're – I think absolutely will seal their – Seal their uh, their ticket or punch their ticket. Um, So that that is – those are the spring sports except for track, uh, which I think probably probably merits a a short conversation. Now – Understand. I like track. I like I like track and field because my wife was a uh, was a collegiate track and field athlete. I followed George track and field because I would watch Georgia play tiddlywinks. <laughs> if you haven't paid attention, there has been rumor. There are rumors around that Georgia's track coach will leave at the end of the season yeah. because he is miffed over a promise made by the former AD to build a track facility. And Josh Brooks has said we can't do it yet. Yeah. Or, I don't know what he said. But the indication nothing are, has been official on the other side. But certainly, there would not be a lot of rumors about this track coach leaving, right? Unless if it were, it were said, right. we'll build it for you. Right. Now, I want to be careful that we don't frame this in terms of. I've seen a lot of takes out there saying, "Well, Georgia loves mediocrity." Blah blah blah. They can't, you know, like. And, and I'm trying very to be objective about Josh Brooks um, because we just talked about him in a social setting. Um, Listen, for, for what it's worth, I like Josh. Josh is my yeah, friend. Yeah, Josh would be doing a pretty crappy job on this podcast. It'd be like, here's another great thing that Josh right. did. Good job. Good job. Like, I mean, for crying out loud, what are we doing here if we're not talking about this stuff? Right. So I think part of what, what Josh Brooks is facing are pressures out beyond simply things <laughs> in athletics. Part of that is um, – the, the athletic footprint where the track coach wants – where Petros wants the track facility built is space limited, um, first off. Uh, second off, there are bigger issues at play regarding uh, not just real estate on campus but real estate in the Athens area and how you best manage where you put facilities. In a perfect world, we would build a brand-new sparkling track facility out near the intramural fields on Millage Avenue past Jack Turner Stadium where the softball plays and be done with it. Although that is not what you necessarily would want with a sport that is best as a spectator sport, mm-hmm. uh, particularly track and field. So basically what you're, you're caught with is a, um, a rock in a hard place as an AD of not really a space to build a $20 million new facility that your predecessor has promised the track coach would be built. Yeah. On the track coach's side. He was promised a facility. I don't yeah. think there's any doubt. And he's also awesome. And he is awesome. And right. he, he easily can go somewhere yeah. that will support him in the way he thinks he should be supported. I just I, – I felt like there was some sharp jumping that happened the other night uh, when all this broke about well, Georgia, doesn't, Georgia doesn't want to win versus the what do we care is track. I, I, my personal opinion – this is Tony Waller's personal opinion mm. – 
nothing more, is that I think we should excel in every single sport we field or we shouldn't field the sport, period, full stop. I also think that there are tough decisions that have to be made, and I'm not talking about necessarily money, although part of it is money, but tough decisions have to be made in supporting those, those things. And likewise, I don't blame the track coach for wanting to leave yeah. if he's not getting what he promised when he certainly can do that. He's right. certainly in demand. In demand. places right. that will get him in a second. Right. So I think I just want to be careful, although this does bring up a good test of Josh Brooks's hiring prowess, right? Um, I, I'm not trying to, to set a bar in any place to, to create a standard that he's got to meet. I'm just saying we will get a view into his thought process in hiring a coach, even if it's a non-rev sport, and how he approaches that, considering Georgia is a little bit of ascendant in track and field, uh, and it has been for the past couple of years. You know, I don't know. I, I try not to be cynical about this, but put it this way. Um, well, during football season, I really don't hear a lot of people talking about the track team and they're very important to the track coach. Exactly. Uh, like, and listen, I've heard this has become a rumbling thing. Too. I know Florida has won a bunch of SEC championships and won some national championships in non-revenue sports, considerably more than Georgia has lately. And that's the, certain, the sort of thing that's like, oh, I hate Florida. I don't like that they're doing that. That stinks. But do you, how, how, what priority of that do you care? Like, I care. I, when I'm watching a sporting event, I want Georgia to win it. <laughs> I do. But do I want X amount less money for the football team for that? Do I want uh, – do I want uh, – I find the number of people that are screaming about this too, but also screaming about, hey, fire Tom Crean. We get fire it now. You got to do it now, even though the, the 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 payoff for that for the the buyout for that is considerably more this year than it is next year. Like I, as much as I would love for this to happen, as I have a lot of trees in my backyard, money does not, in fact, grow on them, and it is tempting to say that while the track thing in specific feels like, if I'm the track coach, to be honest, I'd have left. Yeah, I left. Absolutely, I totally left. It is impossible to blame him for leaving. I think he made the right decision for what he was doing. If I'm Josh Brooks, I would be like, "Oh, that stinks. That guy's really good," but I'm not the guy that promised you that. I have to make this decision. And if the money were falling from the sky or the space for them to do it, I'm sure he'd be happy to do it. But it's not. And if, if there's a big donor that cares so much about this that he will pay or she will pay X amount of money to go build that, bingo, maybe that'll happen. I haven't seen those people stepping up either. Yeah, and I, we can live in a world where Petros is making the right choice and Josh is making the right choice. Yeah. There, that's, that's a world we can yeah. live in. Yeah, that's you, called the real world, you, not it, the social media world. Right, and you can actually have a different opinion than that. But that doesn't mean that I want George to be mediocre. Or that doesn't mean yeah. you only care about football or, or only care – you're a pure, pure fan because you care about these things or whatever yeah. it is. I just think these are hard decisions that are um, never as clear-cut as they are when you're – it's never clear-cut as you are when you only have 240 characters. And I'm, by no means am I trying to, to diss people on Twitter that uh, have reason takes because I saw a lot of reason takes as well. Um, and probably the most reasoned one is exactly the point you made. It's like – Georgia football school. And I think Josh Brooks eventually, I, I can't say this for certain because I haven't talked to Josh specifically about this. I think Josh Brooks in a perfect world would want all sports to excel. But Josh Particularly also, because the sports that are not football, the ones he probably has more power over. Right. Because of that. But um, I also think he has to live in a world where he's just not going to be able to sell a $20 million track facility to anybody coming off, even with the $23 million coming from the SEC, a year when revenues were down thirty million dollars or thereabout, right? That's just that's a that's an impossible thing, and that's fine. Um, I, I'm to me the, this test is not so much uh, will Josh Brooks make every team great? Won't he? It's, it's really okay. How do you handle this? Like yep. like when when he, when he was announced and got the job, there were some like th- there were some rumblings specifically about 
hey, is, does Georgia really just want to shake things up or are they just trying to like – did they just take the safe hire to make sure the status quo and they're not going to be ambitious in those other things? And, and will, will, will Josh be able to uh, uh, put his own stamp on everything and do that or, or are they just trying to have the status quo? But I still feel like generally the hire was most generally well-received. Yeah. Now he's taking some heat. He's taking some heat. He's taking some heat for this. He's taking some heat for Crean, which we can get into college bas- basketball in a second. I get it, and I think, and that the thing about that job is you take heat, and that's going. To, that's not. Gonna, that's not going to stop now. That's going to con- happen constantly, and particularly we'll see what happens with football. But like that's where the real heat comes. I feel like we haven't had a real Josh Brooks in athletic director of a football team with ninety thousand fans in the stands uh, uh, yet. Yeah, and so that's all coming. The question is how he handles it. The question is how he handles it. Like this is what the test is. We'll see if he passes. Yeah. So talking about Crean, Mm -hmm. I think there. He just jogged past my house the other day. By the way, did he really? Yeah. Yeah. He has the same intense. Yeah, I assume he he jogs like he he gave a nice little wave. Like he hates. I think he was just happy that I wasn't yelling at him. Well, um, so I think you can separate the Crean thing into two different situations. Two different. There are two. There are two different things to look at here. All right. Um, there are a lot of different things thrown around. And so one of them is not as problematic to me. The first is, okay, he was brought in to really shake things up, to really, uh, to, to like, you know, bring Georgia basketball to a certain level. And he hasn't done that yet. It's also, if I may interject for a moment, part of this too was Mark Fox, even people that wanted him to go, Generally, gave him credit for getting Georgia for, out from this very, very low period, very low up period. to like a base level, a five hundred basketball, and it was Crean's job then to build upon that. Right. That I and, think that's the context to also keep in mind with Crean's time, in which he has just now gotten his teams to above five hundred. Yes. Uh, this, yes. And this is year four. Four. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot of people like, well, you know the. You can point to the rookie of the year, and you can point like I don't know that that is a feather in his cap. Yeah, that team, uh, was, cons- that team wasn't very good, considering <laughs> right, and considering the knock on him on, on Anthony Edwards was doesn't play defense great, is yeah. not ambitious around the ball, like doesn't want to pick up a team and lead it. Well, he's doing that for the Timberwolves yeah. now. And he didn't have a big personality here, yeah. and he's a huge personality now that he's in the NBA. Which gets to the second point, which is why are all the players leaving? Why? Now, all kinds of rumors are out there, and yeah. I'm not here. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to I'm not trying to rumor monitor. But I think you can put two and two together and see the fact that eight of the top ten scorers last year? All of left, including a guy that transferred in, yeah. right? Who went to Auburn? Yeah. Severe Wheeler has gone to Kentucky, yeah. right? Those they didn't like go to like. It's not like yeah. they left to go play Gardner Webb, yeah, uh, or they left to go play at Oklahoma or Illinois, right? Like right. they went right specifically. The calls co- coming inside the house, right? The calls were coming from inside the house, which and there are some pretty and there and there's there's Kessler, yeah, who we were all excited about possibly coming here, yeah, and he goes to freaking Auburn, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not good. It's, it's not, not great. a good look. It's not th- great. There's a lot of transferring going on throughout college basketball. Yeah, there's only there's only two programs that had that many players transfer, yeah. Georgia and Texas A&M. It's a disaster. And it's, a, it's 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 an un, they, they brought in some guys that we can talk about the guys they're bringing in. Yeah. But I and I think they're they they, they got the guy from Gonzaga. Yeah. They got Abdur Rahim. There there are Cook is a guy from Gonzaga. Yeah. And I think that those guys are helpful in the same way that Katie Johnson was helpful. But it's hard to look at the team that you had last year. I remember a couple of times you thought, okay, maybe like they're not there yet, but you can see this team gelling in a year or two. And now to see him have to kind of scramble and put it all back together again under the heat that he's on, it's not good. Yeah, and it, it's going to bring up a really interesting decision point. And look, I don't, I don't fault Brooks for not firing him. Buy out seven point two. You can't do it. If you, I mean, you can't do it. I mean, by the time you had to make that decision, March whatever, when yeah. the SEC tournament ended, you can't make that decision May or end of April or May because you're basically fishing a dry pond for yeah. for coaches, and you're putting the coaches behind the eight ball with all the kids transferring, and also can't recruit. It would be actively alarming if Brooks would have fired Creek. 
Yeah. This year. I mean, it would have, it would have you, been. If you I'd mean have, actively alarming on the AD's part. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'd have been like, wait, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Like, it would be an irrational, illogical, actively stupid decision. Even if you think Crean is the worst college basketball coach in the world, to fire him at this, like, in the last month yeah. would have been a disaster. Yeah. At and, this point, even though you may well be, quote unquote, setting the program back, I don't think you yeah. set the program back more by spending oh. $4 million more dollars and also bringing a coach in on May 15th. Yeah, and also, and whoever that coach would be, not only would you'd be off the, you'd be off the, cir- the circuit, but they would be like, wow, why would I want to go coach here? Uh-huh. Well, they'll just they'll randomly fire a coach in May because, every, because people are kind of mad. Yeah. It, would have been, it would have been a terrible idea. Yeah. So. Now, it was a no-brainer of a decision not to do it. Now we lead to the question of like, can Crean possibly get this? So what does Crean? I mean, Crean has to make the tournament to, to remain. I think period. So. I, I, I mean, th- full stop. I think full stop. Okay. I actually do think that full stop. I think that's fair. And I think that's. I think that's right. Actually, yeah. Right. I think. I think no matter what has ha- what happens next season, uh, if Tom Crean's basketball team does not make Georgia doesn't make the NCAA tournament, Crean will not be the coach in. I think he won't be he won't coach he won't be coach April first, right? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I, let him go to the NCAA tournament. I just don't think you'll have a, I just I don't think you'll have a choice uh, to to and for the record I like Cream I actually yeah. like Cream is not like I, I I'm there are there are bad people and bad coaches and I think Cream has made some mistakes and I think that he has not always been uh, uh, his uh, his uh, best advocate. And obviously something is going on that everybody is leaving. So it's hard to – but I, st- I, I do not think he's been a total disaster of a coach. But there's – I mean there you, if you want Georgia's basketball to be taken seriously, you can't keep him if they don't make it. You just right. can't. No, I agree with that. Also, um, by the way, it has gotten dark outside, so Tony can no longer see my face now. So he's going to start actually having fun in this podcast now. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh- – I'm pretty sure I just poured my drink down my leg. Not intentionally. <laughs> here, maybe intentionally. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get a, I'll get you a flashlight. So there you go. There we go. Okay. Now uh, my retinas are burned. I'll get us some light. Um, fantastic. No, we don't need light. Okay. I, I've got most of it in my glass. Okay. Um, I kind of like it. So we. Um, I, can, I can I can make a move on Tony. Won't even know. I'm yeah, coming. come on. Get the plenty of room over here. <laughs> We're both vaccinated. We can sit by each yeah, other. Exactly. Um, He's just bleeding my face like crazy. Yeah. So I don't know how it turns out. I did, I, I don't. I, I I think Abdul Rahim is good. I think Cook is good. They're not better than Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. And, 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 or KDA. Yeah. I, I think the trick is going to be, frankly, will these guys take to Crean's coaching style and playing system better than the prior group? And if they do and there's a full practice, there's hope. If there's not, we have a new coach in April. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it might not be. I think you could see considerable improvement this year and it might go a little better than you would have thought. Yeah. I just still think he's got to make tournament. <laughs> like I just think he has to, and and otherwise, it's just hard to. It's not only hard to justify keeping him; it's hard to sell. Part of the idea of hiring Crean was George is going to start taking basketball more seriously. Yeah, that was part of the thing. If I you, mean, they paid like they were going. To yeah, they paid. They, like they clearly were valuing it. They went yeah. after Mata. They like they went after some big names. If they allow him to stay, after you got boosters at Indiana. Throwing him out of there with a lot more money than Crean will be owed by that point, it's just impossible to to, to defend if they don't make tournament. Well, I'm I'm okay not following the lead of boosters from Indiana. That's uh, true. I understand. Um, so Woodson's, Woodson's actually had he's done better there. Yeah. They they've taken to him pretty quickly. Yeah. Anyway, and I say that with uh, Indiana fan for father uh, father mother in law. So yes, yeah, I, know. Um, I know. I know all about it. So yeah, and I, like I said, we don't want to go too much past three hours for for Scott's sake. Yes. But uh, this is an easier one because it's one file. Yes, yeah, so it is. This, one this file. isn't going to be too hard for him. Um, so I do want to talk briefly about football. Um, That's the sport. Into the sport because it is a sport that uh, we pay attention to. Um, you know, we haven't really done anything since G Day, and um, I think. The most interesting thing that's happened this spring has been how uh, how quiet the rumor mill has been about football, other than JT Daniels taking all the receivers to California with him. Right. right. Uh, I hope he fed them full of um, full of Hawaiian barbecue and <laughs> an out burger. Um, but I, I I really hate the I, I really hate the oh he's just a leader. I hate that mm-hmm. that kind of. 
nebulous whatever. But that is something to be excited about mm-hmm. that the quarterback is traveling with all his receivers, <laughs> right? Uh, and this is this is this is um, they're traveling to the place where like he's kind of notoriously from that is not here, not here, right? <laughs> they got they got they went to his home turf for right, change. Right, right. Um, I, I think the thing that you want to watch out for. Um, is there? I think it's going to become a sexy pick to say that. Um, this is my prediction. I think it's going to become a sexy pick for people to say that Georgia is vastly overrated and Clemson's going to blow the doors off Georgia. Um, I, I will have plenty of time to talk about in July and August, but I, I just that is something that I think is going to happen. I think the other sexy thing is going to happen is that. Um, they are going the the college football Illuminati is going to uh, say Florida Dan Mullins uh, the the definitive coaching difference is there for Dan Mullen to remain relevant in the SEC East uh, despite the losses especially on the offensive side of the ball and look for some logical if illogical connections there saying well you know Florida you know even though they had losses on the on that side of the ball. You know, Dan Mullen's just really good at developing yeah, talent. Right. And look at all the losses on Georgia's side, on the on defensive side. Um, I, I think you're going to see a lot of that. The, the the cool part to me is kind of looking at, okay, what freshman do you expect at this point to kind of step up and to be, you know, contributors? Because, we, you know, we know kind of who is going to be out there between Washington uh, on the receiver side, right, right. Uh, the offensive line, defensive line is, is pretty strong as is the interior line. Uh, I'm the, uh, sorry, the linebackers. Uh, but when you start thinking about, okay, where are the positions of need? Wide receiver, and uh, you know you got uh, Mitchell who right, right. really came on as a part of three star, but he was just like got rave reviews, got the most looks of any receiver in G Day. Uh, and then you start thinking about on the back end, uh, who's the um, the cornerback that's just transferred from Alabama, Turnage, maybe. Yeah, is his yeah, name. yeah. Um, and then you think about, uh, you know, Nyla Green is uh, is another potential guy at cornerback. Ringo, uh, Keely Ringo, I think is going to be out there. Uh, and then Kamari uh, Laster. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunity unless there's another. And, and Tyke Smith, of course, just mm-hmm. transferred from. What's really there's going to be a lot of opportunities for these young guys, especially in the defensive backfield, to step up. Uh I'm excited about the Clemson game, I, and we'll talk about this ad nauseum in July. I'm ready for. I'm excited for that show where we officially start. Like, right, right. We're not there yet. Right, we're, we're not, not there yet. But I mean, we'll, and like I said, we'll talk this ad nauseum. But you know, that Clemson game is, in my mind, the the best possible warm up game because the rest of the schedule looks easy. We are, we can be 11 and one and go to Atlanta. There's an easy world where we're 11 and one, go to Atlanta. As long as we play well with Clemson and Clemson runs the ACC, we're basically Georgia and the team from the West are playing for the two seed versus the four seed or the one seed versus the three. I mean, seed. I, 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 we've discussed a little bit, but like that Clemson game is fun and exciting. Right. And it's awesome. If you win, it is not half as important as the Florida game. No, <laughs> like, especially considering the Florida game. When you look at yeah. Florida's schedule with Alabama, LSU, yeah. you, the Florida game could, the SEC East could be done by then. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that's a lot of fun. Right. Um, but so I, I I just I did want to bring up football just briefly oh, yeah. in the context because guys, there's going to be how many ever people Bank of America Stadium holds. There's man ninety two thousand in Athens. It's coming back. I mean, we're, we're back. The preview magazine. If you go to Publix right now, the preview magazines the are on right the out. shelves. Athlon is out. Street and Smith is out. There's all sorts of exciting things actually going on. I uh, so we are not sure if we're going to Charlotte now. Okay. Just because we built this new Lanai we're yeah. like that we we might not want to overdo it uh, but uh, no oh, we're not sure yet but one way or the other for the record like Sanford's going to be full. I can't wait. Tailgating is going to be back. Yeah. Like that is all like all the things that we want and, and we will have an emotional show an emotional moment about that. But you know this is the first time that we've really done a show since Things have gotten so much better in America. Yeah, I think I think all of us had just had our first shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it feels like now you're seeing people are you're seeing stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm shaking. I have to say one of my one of my personal annoyances 
Um, uh, one of the, the happiest things I got to do when you got here is I shook your hand. There are people who are like, we're shaking. We're not bringing that back, are we? Like, yes, motherfucker, we are. Yeah. <laughs> we are bringing that Bitch, back. Bitch, I'll hug you uh, if you don't yeah. watch yourself. Seriously. Absolutely, I'll hug you. I'm ready to shake some hands. I'm ready to, like, it is exciting. Like, I'm seeing Wilco in August. The John, John Spencer of the John Spencer Blues Explosion is playing at the 40 watt in September. Like, yeah. there are things being scheduled. There are things happening. So I, I couldn't be happier about it. And to me, you know, I, we t- talked a little bit about the Knicks, uh, the Knicks Hawks series and the how loud it was. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm not a big golf guy. But man, that Mickelson stuff. This that was weekend, amazing, right? And I, I, listen, I have no, I'm not, I'm not like some like, like huge Phil Mickelson fan or foe. It was just neat. Yeah, it was. And to me, it was. The the warmth and the seeing the crowds like that, and not just seeing the crowds like that, but I did not watch it and go, oh, that's not a good idea. Oh, I don't think they should be doing that. What's going on here? What are we doing? Like, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, we're in a good spot. I mean, cases are at shockingly low numbers. We're back, baby. Yeah, like, yeah. we can argue about, like, more back. I would like to see more people vaccinated. But, man, the numbers don't lie. They are really freaking low right now. They are inc- shockingly low in Athens. Yeah. And so, and they're low in Oconee. They're low wherever you pick. So, like, it was cool to see that. There's going to be 135,000 people at the Indianapolis 500 this weekend. Oh, yeah. I guess and that's can. only yeah. a 40% capacity. Yeah. And so, because they go up, they can get up to, like, 300,000. Yeah. So, um, th- that's happening. I think every football stadium is going to be at full capacity by the time the season starts. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Listen, listen. I, if you're on the fence about the vaccine... Get the vaccine. That's the way you can help us make sure that we don't have some sort of weird thing happen. Yeah. And, and for the record, even if you don't get the vaccine, the vaccine numbers don't go as up as much as we'd like them to. Yeah. I still think stadiums are going to be open. Oh, I think they month. are. But listen, if you want to keep listen, you want to keep government out of decisions like this. Get a <laughs> yeah. vaccine. Get a vaccine. It's really man. simple. Yeah. Uh, because it works. I mean, yeah. if you're, yeah, it just works. So, um, I am so excited. Uh, we are definitely going to Charlotte. Uh, you know, we had uh, we had law school graduation on yeah. Saturday, and congratulations uh, to everybody. By the way, what's that? Anyone listening? Congratulations! Oh, congrats! Yes, yeah, absolutely. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't. I graduated a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. um, so, although I'm officially you assistant, taught people, yeah, you've I'm officially yeah. assistant dean of yeah. law school now. Yeah, exactly. So I thank you for your congratulations, Paul. Um, so you're welcome. I Take the W, man. I literally, yeah, I literally um, spent time after graduation. Um, talking to families, and I, I did like a stark moment where uh, somebody said, um, "I was talking to I was talking to one of my graduates' parents, and her um, her husband was there, and her her mother in law was there, and it, it was like, oh, do you shake hands?' I'm like, yeah, I've got a vaccine. I'll give you a hug if you want to." And his yeah. mom, his mother said, "I'll take a hug. I leaned and hugged oh, this lady I I'd never met, oh, and yeah. I'm so let me tell you, bring it in. I'll give you a hug anytime you want a hug." Um, I, I, a funny thing for those uh, I talked about Little League earlier um, Little League uh, had a very strict um, mask mandate uh-huh. for most of the season and um, it was not everybody adhered to it but the coaches did you tried to encourage my, my dad made like a little mask holder for our team where you could uh, the kids could put their masks up there it was really nice and then when the CDC came down with their outdoor masks, even the most ardent, ardent uh, mask wearers uh, were like, "Yeah, we're outside. We're this crap. Yeah, what are you going to do?" Yeah. And it's been great. Yeah. I have to say, like, it has been great. All of that anxiety, all of that fear, all of that like f- f- uh, divisiveness that came with how are you handling the pandemic? How are you handling the pandemic? All that thing that like, well, I wrote early on in this pandemic. What one of the hardest parts about this was. Uh, learning things about people and wondering, wow, like, am I going to be able to like, carpool with them again now that I know these things? Just for the record, yep, I totally can. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I just, I, like, all of that, all of those things that, all of that divisiveness, uh, uh, I mean, okay, fine. If you are going to rush the Capitol, you can go, do, yeah, go to hell. Do, yeah. But other than that, like, I don't care. Like, I don't, like, I, I, I know I say I want to get, get vaccinated, but, like, if you don't, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. Things are coming back. I am finding like the ability to be able. I went to a to a to a uh, Marlins Cardinals game with William uh, in April, and to like the beer was colder, the grass was greener, <laughs> it popped off the bat louder. Like just 
all the little things that I'm outside talking to Tony. And I shook his hand. It was warm and awesome. And that I walked all the way through your house. I know. You know like I didn't sweat nothing. And this will eventually fade. Yeah. Eventually, we will take all of this normalcy for granted, and we will all get back to like to like ugh, please, like they're they're they're, they're charging for bread, you know, like that sort of thing that that we all like we get annoyed by the little banal things on the planet. But like right now, man, like this is a euphoric summer as far as I'm concerned. Like there is stuff that like, and the only problem with this summer is. Everyone is going to want to do all the things, yeah. and the industries are not ready for you're us ready. to do all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Yeah. So, uh, so man, it, it, listen, if you're one of those people that's out there is like, yeah, I'm not quite ready to be there, you don't have to be there. Yeah, that's it's fine, fine, too. It's that's fine. fine, too. It's, that's if, fine, too. If, if you're like, yeah, I'm going to stay in my house a little while longer, stay in your house. Yeah, it's wear a mask. There's nothing wrong with wearing wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> I still wear a mask. And if yeah. I see a place, like I went to lunch yesterday. For the first time, I walked out of my office without my mask. I left it on my desk. I was going to go to Bubble Cafe downtown because yeah. I love their their Pokeball. Yeah. Well, they require masks. I'm not walking out without a yeah. mask. I've seen people in there without a mask, but they have a sign that says, please wear a mask. Is... You know what? I'm not going in there without a mask because I'm not going to be that guy that's like, well, you can't make me wear a mask. That's precisely that's how I feel. That's crazy. Like, if, Don't be wrong. Like, It's funny. I, I drop off dry. I go to the dry cleaning place on Baxter. Yeah. And I go every Monday because yeah. I've always got so I sweat like crazy. So I dry clean other things all the time. And I, I know for most of the pandemic, I've kind of been – not, their average clientele is not always making sure to wear a mask right. when they go in there, which is fine. But whatever, who cares? But like, once the CDC thing came out, I walked in there without a mask, and they were, and I was just like, "We're done. We made it." <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, but we have made it. Right. Doesn't mean the pandemic is entirely over. Does not mean they're still not still suffering. It does not mean that there are not still things happening in the world. But I, I can just do the best I can for that. But yeah. like. I've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. Every single person listening to this podcast has been through a lot. It's okay to take the W, guys. It is it's absolutely okay, okay to take the W. To take the W. We're going to be tailgating. We're going to be out together. I'm going to hug Robert Wolf. I'm yeah. going to hug UGA Carey. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm not. I'm not hugging Scott. That's gross. Yeah. Uh, well. But uh, I'm excited. Like it is. It is. It is great. And I. Can't, I can't wait. I think. About what it's going to be like at that UAB Georgia first UAB home game, Georgia yeah, game. yeah. When, Probably a noon kickoff. I'm I'll sure, be yeah. out there at noon. Oh, it's, it's I'll be, I will get in that same as soon as they let me in yeah. there. I want to soak all of it in, and it's going to be wonderful. And it doesn't mean that, like, listen, I went to games last year. Yeah. Like it, like it was obviously different, and it, like it's just not. I, it's funny. Um, I'm going to do a Cardinals thing. Bear with me. But when the Cardinals won the World Series in 2006, they hadn't won a World Series in a long time. The team was not very good. They did not play well to win the World Series, but they won. And so it was like, and so everyone was like, the Cardinals were terrible. They don't deserve to win. And I was like, I don't care. Screw off. We want to tell. That's great. And I, and anyone said that it was a great year, I would fight them. And then they won in 2011 in the most exciting possible way. And finally, I was able to say, you know what? 2006 was actually, now I can admit, it was maybe not that great. When I was in the midst of watching sports last year, I would defend it to anyone. I'm like, I'm just grateful that there's sports. I'm grateful that I get to watch any of this. I don't care that there's no fans. I don't care there's piped in music, uh, piped in crowd noise. I don't care there's cardboard fans. I'm just so grateful that it's happening that don't say anything bad about it. Now that fans are coming back, and now that we're seeing things like the Mickelson thing, and now we're seeing things like the like the like the NBA, and now we're seeing things like baseball. Fenway Park is going to be at full capacity this weekend. Now that we're seeing that, this is so much better. <laughs> this is so much better, and I cannot wait to to see to be at Sanford with ninety plus thousand fans. It's I'm getting a little emotional just kind of thinking about it. Well, because we promised Scott that we would take it short, I think yes. this is a good place to, to end it. Um, yes. This I, is short-ish. I know. Well, it's only an hour and 45 minutes. I'm sorry. I have, I have an hour of uniform talk. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't have any trivia or uniform talk. Yeah, we don't have any um, But, yeah, we will, uh, we will be back at some point during June. I have we got to get Little League Baseball over with. Yeah, I, have, I also have a ton of travel. I actually yeah. am traveling for Where work are you going? Oh, you go. Oh, awesome. awesome. For work in two weeks. I'm going to Isle of Palms, uh, South Carolina for this Georgia bar meeting. Um, so if you if y'all promise not to tell my kids, we're going to Vegas next week. Okay. Um, do not tell the children. Do not tell Tony's children. Uh, we are literally going to. Um, what are you we, saying? We have not told the flamingo. Oh yeah. We have not told them anything. 
they think they're going to Georgia Aquarium next week. Um, we which are, is also awesome. Which is also awesome. But we're literally going to tell them to pack for a week, pack warm, warm stuff, nice, uh, at least one thing, a nice clothes, and a, 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 a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go to the airport Monday morning and fly to Vegas. That's I would love, Vegas is one of those places. I've never, I, I don't always. Never been. You've never been to never Vegas? Been to Vegas. No, my, my father loves Vegas. My I parents both love Vegas. And I've always been a little skeptical about Vegas until I get there, and then I always love it. Yeah. I always like, I always, I, like, I'm one of those people that will go sit at the sports bar and will yeah. like put like a $20 bet in the Cardinals yeah. just so I can get cheap beer for the rest of the night and be yeah. able to watch the game. Yeah. And eat like the food, to me, the food in. In Vegas, that's what's going to blow you away. Yeah, the well, food in Vegas is unbelievably good. Those of y'all that don't know me, I like to eat, and um, but yeah, that's that's what we're doing. And then I have to go. We're going to Isle of Palms um, for the Georgia bar meeting, uh, and that's work a work trip for me. And then we're going to Gatlinburg for oh, my wow. in-laws' fiftieth wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations! Uh, because they're from Indiana, and that's what you do mm-hmm. if you're from Indiana. You, you go, go to Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg or Branson, uh, and thank thank goodness not Branson. Because uh, it's you're, just you're, a much much longer drive. You, yeah, I think I, I prefer get. I, having been at, I'm a Midwestern. I've been to both places. Yeah. I'm a Gatlinburg person more than I'm a Branson. So that's that's my June. Uh, that's my June right there. So um, I, we will get together and we will talk a little bit about this. But we are six at the most eight weeks away from talking about real football. Oh yeah. I mean, SEC media days are. Let's see, what's today? Seven weeks away, right? So seven weeks. SEC Media Days, and then we will. Nature is healing. We will spend that. Yeah, nature is healing. We will also spend an entire episode discussing whether that's the first episode, or last episode of the season. Yes, uh, because that's what we do. I think we've changed and it. Like I think we've had. Ever, there's always three episodes where, like, okay, it's, this it's is really the last this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I can't look. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. I, I'm, I just. I can't wait. This is going to be like. It's happening. It's all happening. Famous last words. This is when the plane lands is on lands on my house. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's great to it's just great to see you. I'm sorry, Scott's not here, yeah. but it's great to see you and be back doing this shit. Because sorry, I, I, I almost made it without having to believe something. But um, um, it feels it feels like uh, America's back, baby. Let's do this. Can't wait. All right, Tony. Well, thank you for coming by my house. I hope everyone enjoyed. There's no dogs barking. I think the next episode we will do at Scott's. I think we can do it in the basement. We will do it in the basement. We're I'm committed to go into the old. We're, we're getting back to the old routine, mm-hmm. uh, and we're, we're we are going to be inside his house, and we're going to talk inside his house around the ticket table, and we're going to breathe on each other. And, and it's going to be like it's going to be like 2019. It's going to be like 2019. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming by. We missed all of you. I hope this holds you off until we get back uh, to uh, to getting Scott uh, back going. But uh, otherwise, all right. Welcome back, America. Go dogs. Go damn dogs. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back sometime in June, and then things will start to ramp up again once July hits as far as producing podcast episodes in the meantime feel free to follow us on twitter at wsls podcast and have a great summer vacation and we'll see you on campus for sure this fall go dogs